Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I want to share a quick PSA around the fact that networking does not have to be a 30-minute Zoom call. So this is a misconception that I see with a lot of people who are starting their networking journey or have been doing it for a while, but not seeing the results that they want. And this comes from the traditional idea of networking and the traditional strategies of networking, right? So when we think of networking in a historical sense or a traditional sense, it's typically, you know, you connecting with somebody and likely going to meet them in person and having a conversation with them for 30 minutes, right? So the classic coffee chat is what comes to mind for me here. When I started networking, I was thinking that I would have to go meet all of these people for coffee. And then all these questions came up, which were things like, well, what if they don't live in the same state? as I do. And I want a job, you know, in New York, but I live in Charlotte. Or how the heck am I supposed to hold a conversation with somebody that I've never met before for 30 minutes? Like I'm super introverted. This is really outside of my comfort zone. How the heck am I going to handle this? All of these thoughts and self-doubts and questions came up and it really limited my desire to actually go out and connect with people because I was so terrified of having to do this thing. And I've seen that play out with a lot of the people who have come through our community, who I've worked with and coached, uh, who are part of our, our systems and programs. They think that in order to network with people, you have to go meet them for 30 minutes for a coffee. Or now in today's world, you know, with the pandemic and, and moving forward, that's typically going to be like a 30-minute Zoom call, right? And that's not the the case. And in fact, that's likely not going to be the best way to build a relationship off the bat. So let me take a step back and provide some context here. First and foremost, when we think about building relationships, this is actually something that we've been doing for our entire lives. So when we think about good relationships and bad relationships, there are common criteria that can be applied to both. So for bad relationships, you know, they tend to be conditional, right? So they tend to be a setup where the other person's only doing something if you do something for them, right? And they tend to be convenient where the other person is only around when they need something from you, but then they're nowhere to be found when you need something from them. And the other person typically has an agenda right? They're doing things because it furthers their interests, not because they want to help you or because, you know, the, the benefit of this thing is, you know, the, the help that you get or the fact that they're being altruistic to you. Like, it's all about them. And if we think about any of the people in our lives who we don't have great relationships with, there's typically one of those or or all of those factors involved there. But for good relationships, those also have a set of common criteria, which are, you know, typically one person is adding value to the other without the expectation of reciprocity. And so both people just end up in this place where we're starting to add value and we're not necessarily accept, expecting something in return, but because this other person did something valuable for us, then we want to do something valuable for them. That's just human psychology. These relationships are typically built on common ground, right? There's something that we have in common that forms the basis of this relationship, whether it's a shared interest or a shared goal or some shared history or anything else. And then these relationships tend to be built in small layers, right? And this is the key point that we're going to talk about for the rest of this episode, which is the fact that any awesome relationship we have, whether it's with our significant other or partner, whether it's with a best friend, whether it's with a colleague or a manager who we absolutely love, we didn't bring those people into our inner circle after one Zoom call, right? Or even, you know, two meetings. It's typically taken a longer period of time where layers of trust have been built, layers of value have been added. And so this isn't to say that you have to spend years with somebody to build a relationship with them, 
But it is to say that you're probably not going to form a really tight bond with somebody to the point where they're going to be willing to advocate for you and do stuff on your behalf after one call with them. So the sweet spot is in the middle. And I think that should actually take some pressure off of you. Like rather than feeling like every interaction you have is leading up to this major call, we can say, okay, maybe the call is something that we get to. But first, let me try to add value in some incremental ways to this person. And that's the beauty of the internet. And that's also the beauty or the silver lining of what we've seen through the pandemic, where so many more people have moved into the virtual space and gotten comfortable in the in the virtual space. There's so many options for us to add value to these other people virtually. And we can do it in small layers that build on themselves over time, where we eventually work ourselves up to the conversation. But once we get to the conversation, there should be a pre-existing relationship. There should be some history and some value exchange here. And so when we enter the conversation, this person isn't a total stranger. We're not doing this you know, from zero. Instead, we have some talking points. We know what the common ground is. We maybe know a little bit about them and their goals. And so we can build that into our conversation. We can operate based off of that. And that makes the conversation so much more fun and so much less stressful. And so that's what I want you to think about when you're doing this networking, when you're going out there. When you find a concept that you want to connect with, try to build a plan that includes multiple touch points rather than just asking them to get on one Zoom call. So to give you an example of what those touch points might look like, I'll actually refer back to an episode that we did where I built out an entire networking plan for somebody who was actually in the Cultivated Culture community, and his name was Jim. So what we ended up doing was we looked at Jim's profile, and we said, okay, what does Jim care about? And we could see a couple of things. So first, I saw that Jim made this transition from medical device sales into tech. So that's something we could talk about. Second, I saw that Jim and his wife actually recently released a podcast and they've been putting episodes out there. So that's something else that we could talk about. And Jim is also creating content on LinkedIn, right? So how could we build up a multi-step plan that doesn't necessarily involve a 30-minute Zoom call, but allows us to build a relationship with Jim? So one of the first things that we could do is just start engaging with him on LinkedIn, right? He's putting himself out there. He has these posts. Anytime we show up and we're supportive with comments, likes, we're going to get our name in front of him in a positive way. So maybe we do that with every new post that he puts out there, and we plan to do that for a couple of weeks. Then concurrently, we see these other options, right? We see the interesting career change that he made and the podcast. And the podcast seems like it might be lower hanging fruit, but we may not know anything about podcasts. So something that we can do is use our trusty friend, Google, right? We go to Google and we type in, how do I market a new podcast? And we see all the options that come up and we pick one that we might be able to help with. So for example, one of those might be leaving them a review. So you could leave a review on the podcast and take a screenshot of it and send it to Jim and just say, hey, Jim, I've been really enjoying your content. You know, I found the podcast through that. I've been listening to it. Like, congrats on launching it. I know reviews are important for podcasts. So here's a review. And now we started the conversation with him, but in a way that's adding value to him, right? That makes it about him. And then if we wanted to take it forward from there, we could ask him for the call if we wanted to, or we could just ask him if he'd be willing to share some information about that transition that he made. And so now we have a three-step plan to go from, okay, we're engaging with this post, Now we're showing him we listened to the podcast by leaving a review, and then we're commenting on this transition that he made, we're acknowledging him for it, and then we're leading into a conversation from there. And so at this point, we have three touch points before we end up in a call, and there's likely been some back and forth at this point anyways through engaging in comments, right, or listening to the podcast. We might get to know a little bit more about him and who he is and his personality and how he might want to be engaged with, and then we get to the call, so we're a little bit more familiar. So that's a a bit of a condensation of one of the episodes that we did recently. 
It's episode number 182, and it's called Case Study from Stranger to Referral in Three Steps. So you can listen to that for a deeper dive here. But that's just illustrating the point that we can do all this relationship building in small increments before we ever get to the need for a Zoom call or an in-person coffee if we ever need to get there. Like a lot of times you can go build a relationship and turn somebody into an advocate without needing to get on that call. So the whole point of this episode is to kind of blow up this misconception that we need to have these really intense, really stressful, high pressure, long calls with our contacts in order to build relationships with them. When in real life, the best way to build relationships is frankly to do the opposite, break it down into much smaller chunks and add layers of value over time. I think you're gonna find that relationship building is gonna be a lot more fun that way, it's gonna be less stressful and it's also going to be more effective. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.